Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Welcome to Holbring Teaching, the podcast. I'm Rhonda Arald, and I'm here with my best friend with Holbring Teaching, Laura. Hello, Laura. Hi, Rhonda. How are you doing? Doing great. So glad to be here. We got another yeah. special guest with us today. We absolutely do. We are so excited to have the amazing Coach B joining us again on the podcast this week. And we are very thankful that you are taking the time, Coach, to be here today. Um, we've been looking forward to hearing more about self-care for teachers of Beloved Rascals. And last time you shared with us um, the the four thought patterns of Beloved Rascals that I know we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that. But for those that may not have caught that last podcast, it's episode 57, and we want to encourage you to go back and listen to that. But Coach, we're thrilled that you're here, and we are just like waiting with bated breath to learn more about how we can have some self-care for us as teachers and for the teachers that are listening. So welcome. Uh, My delight. So this is a series and the series is going to be called Climbing Upward, Self-Care for Teachers of Beloved Rascals. It's a unique enterprise for us because we've spent 20 or 25 years thinking about how to help beloved rascals. But we decided, look, the teachers of Beloved Rascals, in order for them to do their healing jobs, Mm -hmm. need some whole brain teaching techniques to maintain vitality. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's what we're doing. We're saying, uh, my dear uh, Rhonda and Laura, that imagine you're on your ride home after work What can you do? What can you think about? There are four kinds of thoughts that we can have about beloved rascals. A dark red thought is, this kid is hopeless and I don't have a chance of helping him. Mm -hmm. A dark red thought about the child and a dark red thought about us. And we could throw in a few dark red thoughts about our administrators and the state of the economy, et cetera. Those are our most negative thoughts. A red thought has a streak of rationality in it. Instead of saying, you know, there's no hope for me and this child, you just think about the day. Don't predict, don't take a big picture. You know, Johnny, rolled on the floor and I just barely kept him from trashing the classroom. I'm feeling today I was a failure. Mm 
So, Laura, give us a dark red thought, and you do happen to have, lucky for us, <laughs> not yeah. lucky for you, you do have a beloved rascal, uh, Johnny. Right. Give us a dark red, completely negative thought that could be going through your mind after work one day. Go ahead. Okay. So my, you know, dark red thought would be, I have tried everything. There's nothing more for me to try with this student. I'm at my wits end. Um, there's really just no hope. There's That's absolutely perfect. no hope. Rhonda, do you feel the dark redness of that thought? Absolutely do. Been there, live that. <laughs> All right. Now, Laura, lighten up a little bit. Think a red thought that is not totally hopeless. Dark red thoughts are totally without hope. Go ahead. Okay. So I might have a red thought that is that says, you know, today Johnny was was off. He was maybe running around the classroom. Um, it was just very hard for him to sit sit still when it was time to take our test. Um, he just kind of had an off day. Yes. That is much better than a dark red thought because now you haven't put the weight of the whole world on your mm -hmm. shoulders. Let's go up one level, a green thought. Now, a green thought is where you're going to search for positive aspects of this rascal. And every rascal has positive qualities. So think about Johnny. Set aside the moody, painful thoughts. What can you say about this boy? And he's a real live boy, as you and I have chatted. Mm -hmm. What are some positive, nice, sweet, interesting qualities about Johnny? You know, Johnny is very kind and helpful to his classmates. And and honestly, if there's another student that doesn't have someone to play with at recess, Johnny is the first person to <laughs> offer to play with that student. That's a beautiful green thought. Rhonda, think back to one of your beloved rascals. Give us a green thought. Um. A green thought would be that he's willing to help me if like something spills or, you know, mm -hmm. he's wanting me to help pick up or he's willing to help me in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And notice a difference between green thoughts and red thoughts of all varieties. They're true. They're a hundred percent true and they're focused and they're really coming from our prefrontal cortex, our reasoning. And that's where we need to be as often as possible if we're teaching beloved rascals. Now, a golden thought, Laura, a golden thought doesn't have to be about Johnny. It can be any uplifting thought that comes to your mind. It's usually a precious thought, a thought that you've returned to many times. It could be a thought about your alpha hawk, whoever it was who taught you that the purpose of life is living for others. But we need to access those thoughts on a regular basis and counterbalance the fallacy of seeing everything through negative lens. Mm. Laura, give me a golden thought. Could be about Johnny, could be about anything, but it picks you up. Okay. Well, honestly, and this is in all sincerity, a golden thought for me 
is the times where I get to do a podcast with Rhonda and when we can have a chance to um, tap into your wisdom coach. It really is something that is uplifting and I look forward to during the day. Well, I wish I would have worn glitter today so that I could be the glittery golden coach. Rhonda, give us a golden thought that can pick you up. And the beauty of these golden thoughts, they can pick us up at any point of life. Go ahead, Rhonda. Um, probably a golden thought is just thinking about the love that my family gives me and the support that they can give me during, you know, hard days at work or hard days in life and things like that. Just kind of a hug that they can give me. Beautiful. All right. That's a review of the four kinds of thoughts. Now, today's topic is let's really look at dark red thoughts. I want you to know that I'm not entirely dreaming this up out of my head. I taught philosophy for 40 years. And a Roman philosopher by the name of Epictetus uh, proposed that we can't control what happens to us, but we can control our attitude towards what happens to us. And if you've heard that, the modern version of that is called cognitive behavioral therapy, which we'll talk more about in these podcasts. So what's unique about what we're doing now Laura is, we're designing a therapy, a niche therapy for just one group of people in one particular situation. And I don't think there is such a thing around anymore. And that's teachers of beloved rascals. So let's think about dark red thoughts. Laura, I'm going to think a dark red thought about Johnny in the present he was totally impossible today. Totally impossible. Mm -hmm. Johnny in the present. A dark red thought about his past. I've tried everything. Mm -hmm. Everything under the sun I've done with this boy. Boy, what a dark red thought. Present, past, future. This is where it gets grim, Warren yeah. Rhonda. There's no way I can help this kid. So, Laura, talk about the three kinds of negative thoughts and just summarize them. Present, dark red thought about Johnny. Past, dark red thought about Johnny. And you got a couple of those already. And a future, dark red thought about this boy. Go ahead. Yeah, so the present would just be like, he was horrible today. He didn't do anything right today. Um, today was just a complete wash. Um, having the past, that would be, I've tried everything. I've tried everything in the past. It's still nothing is working. And future is, there is absolutely no hope for Johnny. Which you're right, that is really grim. <laughs> that is grim. To think. But, but that's what the dark red thoughts do. They yeah. come from the deepest part of our emotion. They're not logical. They're not rational. Mm -hmm. We have a, a brain chemical called cortisol that is involved in these depressive thoughts. But I'm happy to tell you it could get worse. <laughs> Present, past, and future. Now we make the failure prediction. This is the classic failure prediction that doesn't just apply to Johnny. We say it all the time. I can't take it anymore. 
I'm done. I'm through. I'm out of here. Mm. As a parent, we can say this about our kids. Yeah. You know? uh, we can say that about the political situation. Failure prediction. That's it. I've had it. And that's about us. And then we make a categorical statement about the beloved rascal. He's just a mean kid. That's who he is through and through. So Laura, talk about failure predictions. And notice we say this all the time. We're climbing a mountain. We say, I can't climb any further. And we keep on climbing. Okay. <laughs> And Laura, talk about those two, failure prediction and beloved rascal. So to me, failure prediction, you know, where you said, I can't take it anymore. It's almost as if we're giving up um, on our student and really kind of giving up on ourselves too. Yeah. And yeah. then categorical statement, um, you know, you're just making a blanket statement about he's just mean. That's I mean, and that's at the core of his being, right? He's just mean. Yes, yes. There's nothing to this boy except meanness, top to bottom, inside and out. Mm -hmm. So Rhonda, what we've pointed out here as we explore dark red thoughts is their variety. We can think about the child in terms of his present, his past, his future. We make a failure prediction about ourselves and we look into his essence, his nature. Laura, as a veteran teacher, I know you spent some time in the dark red cloud. How is what I'm saying so far resonating with you? Unhappily, but resonating. Have you been there? Have you felt that? Yeah, I have. I mean, I'm guessing, Rhonda, you have too? Yes, I have. I mean, yeah. even with the whole brain teaching that I was doing in the classroom, you, I, you still have those thoughts, you know, and you feel like, you know, you've tried everything and you feel like a failure. And I, I mean, I think this is going to be really helpful. Yeah. Laura, as you know, in whole brain teaching, we love games. We're gamifying this therapy. And so what we're always going to do in these podcasts is show ways to climb higher, climbing higher. So imagine there is a place called Alpha Hawk Island, and it's certainly one of the games that we use in class. Mm -hmm. And on Alpha Hawk Island, my dear Laura, there's a place called the Wisdom Echo Cliff. Laura, give me a ooh. Ooh, I'm, I'm intrigued, <laughs> coach. <laughs> All right, Wisdom Echo Cliff. On Alpha Hawk Island, when you shout something at the Wisdom Echo Cliff, it doesn't repeat what you said. It gives you a wise response to what you said. Oh, that would be yeah. so handy. So, uh, Laura, you've got the notes there. Mm -hmm. I want you to give us a dark red thought about Jack's present. And, just, and then I will be the wisdom echo. Go ahead. Okay. So... Today, Jack was horrible. I mean, I can't even describe how horrible his behavior was, would not listen to anything I said, would not do anything I said, just a complete and utter waste of a day. All right. Great dark red thought. The wisdom echo is this. 
being honest, Jack was not out of control from the first second to the last second of the day. After lunch, he threw a fit about math. He was rolling on the floor. I felt it coming a bit in the morning, but it isn't true that today was a total write-off. That's an exaggeration. Mm. So what I'm doing with the wisdom echo is taking these churning emotions and looking at them from a more careful perspective. All right, uh, Rhonda, you did. Uh, Laura, you did great. Give me a dark red thought about Jack. Jack's past, your relationship with him. Go ahead. You know, I just feel like I've tried everything with Jack and it seems like nothing works. I mean, no matter what I've tried, no matter what strategies I've tried, um, he's just unwilling to even meet me halfway. All right. This one, the wisdom echo is all over. Let's be honest. You have not tried everything. You've tried two or three things, and one of the things that you tried, you didn't do terribly well. You've got a whole bunch of other kids, and you have some strategies that are traditional for you, but you certainly haven't tried everything. You haven't tried even close to everything. There's this guy named Coach B who wrote a book called 122 Amazing Games, and I don't think you've tried more than three or four of them. So when you say I've tried everything, cannot be true. That's the wisdom echo. Rhonda, explain how often you felt when you say I've tried everything. And it isn't true you didn't try everything. You tried three or four things. Come on now. Well, I have to admit, I have said that. But you are right. I haven't tried every single thing. But it feels like that at the time. because. You know, even if it works for an hour or two and then it goes off the cliff, it's, I mean, you feel that way. Yes, you feel that way, but you don't have to think that way. Ladies, you've asked me over and over again, what can you get as a tattoo? Here's the tattoo. You might feel that way, but you don't have to think that way. Okay. Laura, yes. give me a future dark red thought about Wild Johnny. Well, here's the deal. Uh, we have a lot of year left and I just don't feel like there's any hope. Like we're probably never going to be able to establish a relationship because I mean, he's proven he's, he just hasn't listened to me yet. So why would I think he's going to listen to me for the rest of the year? Yeah. You are, here's your wisdom echo. You are denying everything we know about the brain. Mm. What we know about the brain is that it's made of patterns and those patterns can change. The only way they change is if we practice them a lot. Further, you are committing what we ought to call in logic the prophetic fallacy. You are prophesying, dear Laura, <laughs> the entire future of the next 100 days with this kid and you know Laura, and you know Rhonda. You've seen kids turn it around. You've seen them come out of nowhere for a morning. You know that you don't have steady, unending, dark redness with this kid. 
So we cannot predict the future. Mm. All right. Failure prediction. Very close to this. Laura, make a failure prediction here as we stand in front of the Wisdom Echo Cliff on Alpha Hawk Island. Go ahead. Well, all I know is I can't take it anymore with Johnny. And, you know, so I'm probably just going to stop trying. Yeah. Good luck with that. I know, friend. right? Yeah, I don't even believe that. it as I'm saying it. So yeah, that's true. Uh, we get to say it, but we don't have to, again, believe it. We mm -hmm. don't have to think it. And, you know, our last dark red thought, he's just a mean kid. It's normal to feel that. But there's so much more to every human being. That is taking the entire... Ladies, there are... 120 different areas of the brain. We only talk about four or five in whole brain teaching, but 120 different areas of the brain that can combine and recombine in multiplicity of ways do not equal one single characteristic that expresses itself day in and day out. He's not just a mean kid. He's got some issues, but Lauren Rhonda, we've all got issues. So here's a summary. We got four kinds of thoughts, dark red, red, green, and golden. We've decided to look very carefully at the fallacy of our dark red thoughts. And this is intended as a kind of driving home therapy. Instead of driving home and spinning round and round and round, when you identify a dark red thought, you've moved to a different area of your brain. The naming area, as opposed to the feeling area. And those are two different parts. So imagine that you take a trip to Alpha Hawk Island, that you stand in front of the Wisdom Echo Cliff and listen to your own wisdom bouncing back at you instead of whirling round and round in a dark red cloud. Rhonda, tell us, tell us the best part of what we just talked about. Go, girl. Well, I think it's going to help the morale and your well-being. And I think, you know, in this day and age, teachers have kind of gotten a lot of backlash and they're down on themselves. And when they don't feel successful in the classroom, that ride home, you're feeling like a terrible teacher. And if we can identify those red thoughts, that's going to put it in a different area of our brain and hopefully not get us down so much. Good. Laura, sum it up. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Rhonda. I was going to ask you a question, though, about that coach that I love the wisdom echo cliff. I love that. Uh, my thing is sometimes I'm in the spiral, right? And I've got those dark red thoughts. And it's really hard for me to even tap into my own wisdom. What What is your thought about like having an accountability partner? Like I can see me like checking in with Rhonda and going or, or somebody else, you know, that's on the whole brain teaching staff and just having them echo back, echo some wisdom back to me when I feel like I'm just in the spiral. I think that's totally brilliant. I want you to have accountability partner, but it has to be co-accountability. Mm. It can't be that this person is going to be your therapist, your co-therapist. Right. Mm. And so what we're saying here, this piece is not at all original. Yes, you need someone else to share with. Mm -hmm. 
further, you need to get exercise. Exercise of everything therapists suggest is one of the single most powerful mood lifters. And you got to watch your diet. You need to be physically fit to get through a day with beloved rascals. Mm -hmm. And of course, all three of us would agree the best solution is to work even harder on your spiritual life. Mm -hmm. So these are standard uh, solutions. And another one I'll mention that has been useful to me, and it's well-documented, is simply journaling. Mm -hmm. The nice thing about journaling is you can't write the same sentence over and over again. It breaks the dark red thought loop. I agree with you as far as journaling goes, because I think it gives you a, a chance to process those dark red thoughts. And, and when you're doing that, I think then it, those can, those can turn into red thoughts and maybe even eventually green thoughts. You know, I, I agree with you there. Well, let's look ahead, ladies. So podcast three is on red thoughts. Podcast four is on green thoughts. Podcast five is on golden thoughts. And we're going to keep talking about different aspects of these patterns of thinking with a very narrow focus. We're not curing anxiety or depression. We're just working on what mental practices are best for teachers of beloved rascals. And I think there's a very great need. And we certainly would love to hear from teachers on our Facebook pages. And we'll put these links on our Facebook pages and let us know about your experience, your reaction, and what you'd like to hear more about. That sounds good. Well, Coach, thank you so much for joining us today. We are very much looking forward to these weeks um, to follow where you give teachers even more encouragement on how to care for themselves. And I think it's it's really important. I don't think it's been focused on very much at all. And I think teachers really need this. So in the meantime, we want to encourage our listeners to go to our website, holbringteaching.com for information about Holbring Teaching and also check out that Holbring Teaching official store on Teachers Pay Teachers where we have a lot of fabulous resources. I would encourage you to um, download that quick start every once in a while because Coach is making changes and adding things to that all the time. So be sure to check that out. Yeah, Coach, we we are very thankful that you're joining us. And I'll echo what Rhonda said as far as teachers really needing this. Um, you know, you say I'm out there in the trenches and, and Rhonda definitely was last year before she retired. And and there's there's a lot of red and dark red thoughts out there. So I think this is the perfect time to start talking about this. Not only are we thankful for Coach B, but we're also thankful to you, our listeners, for liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast with all of your teacher friends and administrators. And if you haven't been following the podcast, this is the perfect time to be doing that as we're talking about self-care for teachers. So we are beyond grateful for each and every one of you. You are why we do what we do. So we look forward to our next discussion with Coach B and we hope to see you then. 